very weird mood, so bear with me, and I'm warning you ahead of time. And, and um, what happened was, man, I went, when I was out of town, I went to the Cheesecake Factory, and they got this pineapple upside down cheesecake. Now, it is the best thing I've ever had in the world. And, and it was like, when I, when I, when I, when I was when I ate it, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just be good, cause you know I try to be good. I'm gonna just eat one piece, and I got me a piece, and I'm like, and, and they were like, oh, it's so good, you gotta try it. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And so I tried it, and I went. Mm. So then I ate it. Then the next day I got me another one, which I never do, but it was so good. And I was like, man, and I just like, man, I got. I was telling people, man, you gotta taste that thing. You got to taste the pineapple upside down cake at Cheesecake Factory. I don't even like Cheesecake Factory's food, but the, I don't go there for the food. I go there for the cheesecake. And that cheesecake was, thanks, baby. It was so amazing. And I went, man, this is the best thing I have ever tried. I, mean, I can't, I was trying to figure out something that I thought tastes better, and I couldn't, it was nothing that tastes better than that thing to me. And so I'm like, man, it, it's, my mind begins to drift to, 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 to the things of God, and I go, man, how can someone taste God and then go back to something else? See, because now you can't give me a regular piece of cheesecake. I'm not eating it. I'm not, I'm not going to force myself to eat it. I'm not going to try. Because I've, I've been to the promised land. I've, 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 I've been to the summit of, of cheesecake-dom. And it's like, so you try to give me a regular one, I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'll, I'll take something else. Cause I, because I always would feel like it's less than. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad there's only one cheesecake factory in Michigan. It's in Livonia. And I'm glad it is because I be taking journeys there all the time. So I'm glad it's away from me because I, I, I have never tasted something that good. And so now I'm telling you that if you ever go to Cheesecake Factory, it, it, get the pineapple upside down. It won't disappoint you. It won't. No, it won't. But, man, I've tasted the Lord, man, and there's nothing like it. It's not, man, and here it is. I, I came to the Lord in 19, 1983, and it still tastes good. Mm -hmm. I still can't get enough. There's still nothing I could think that I would want more. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you tasted the pinnacle, when you, I mean, oh, it's so good. When you got a really good steak, you don't need to put nothing on it. You don't need no A1 or no Heinz or nothing. It'll mess it up because that steak is so good, you don't need anything on it. When you tasted something that is so good, that what compares to it? You, if, if I come over and you got cheesecake, don't want it because I've been to the mountain, right? So here it is. I'm thinking this, then I'm tasting the Lord, but how do people go back on you, God? I don't understand it. If, if, when I tasted you back then, there's times when I've been higher and lower. There's times when I've, I've been stronger and weaker, but man, I've never left you, though. Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to go back to. What are we going to go back to? What are, when you come and you taste the Lord, what are you going to go back to? Regular cheesecake with some strawberry syrup on it? I can't eat that. You know, it's like when you, when you tasted the, the goodness of something, you don't go back. And I'm like, here it is. God, I've tasted you. You are the pinnacle of everything. There's nothing else that I would rather have. There's, there's nothing else down here I would rather have more than him. And then some of you will go, well, you're supposed to be that. You work for him. And I go, no, we're all supposed to be that. 
Because he created us for a purpose. I was, we were talking about it in the back. It's like he created us because I needed something to love, something I can love and I can give love to. Mm-hmm. I, see, so here, so it, it owes this question. Did, did, I don't think the angels love God. I think they just obeyed him. And so God is saying, I have these angels who are, are obeying me, but they don't love me. And then Satan proved it, right? Because Satan left. And not only that, he took a third with them. Yes, he did. So I can't say that the angels love God. I think they just obeyed God. Mm-hmm. So God says, I'm going to create something else. I'm going to create someone like me. I'm going to create something that's more similar to me. I'm going to give it a will. I'm going to give it the ability to love and be loved. And so I'm going to create this thing because I'm lonely. And I want some, somebody to love me back, not because you have to, but because you want to. And, and that's the greatest kind of love. Everybody say amen. amen. So he's going, hey, all right, here it is. I'm going to create man in my own image, my own likeness. And they're, they're going to love me and I'm going to love them back. It's going to be great. And then everything went haywire in the garden. But that's the purpose of God is to, to love. So when you tasted the love of God, why do people walk with the Lord for a while and then they stop? That's like going back to regular cheesecake. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> not going to do it. It's, it's, it has messed up my taste buds for cheesecake. Because I, I've tasted the, 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 the main one. And there's no, you can't take me backwards. So it's like, why do people come to the Lord and they stay with them for six months and then we don't see them anymore? Because you tasted something else? What else did you taste? That was better than Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. You just didn't stick around to savor it, so you ate it too fast. When you eat something really good, you gotta eat it slow. Because you don't want it to go away, right? You're just like eating it. I was like, oh, that second piece? <laughs> and then I had so much guilt and so much condemnation. I was like, I'm so fat. You know what I mean? And I'm talking to myself and I'm going, oh, but this is so good. I'm gonna eat this so slowly. I'm gonna savor <laughs> every bite of this thing. Because when I get home, I ain't going to be able to get one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you tasted the Lord too fast. Didn't let it sit, you know. Didn't, didn't, didn't really get the flavor of it because you were so hungry you scarfed it down. There's times when Julian, he'll eat so fast. I'm like, you didn't even taste that. There's no way you tasted that. You just ate it. See, you, when you get a good meal, you eat it slow. So here's the Lord. It's a slow process with the Lord. Guys, it's a journey. It's a walk. And you slowly just grow in him. And you slowly just continue to find out more about him. And you continue to love him even more. And continue to realize he loves you. So, And then you slowly develop this amazing relationship. And it tastes so good. And you'd be like, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. Nothing. What about a girlfriend? No. What about a boyfriend? No. There's nothing else. What, what about a new job? Yeah. What about more money? There's nothing else. I'm not saying don't have any of that other stuff. I'm just saying what else do you want other than him? I'm telling you there's nothing that I have tasted that is better than the Lord. Amen. Even the cheesecake isn't better than the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's the best thing I've ever tasted. Let me read some Bible so you'll act like I know what I'm talking about. Psalms 34, I love this psalm. Here's David. Let me give you the backstory real quick before Auntie reads it. David is on the run, and so people trying to kill him. 
he goes into the Philistines, where the Philistines live, and then he realizes something. This was a stupid move because I killed Goliath. He was a Philistine. I've killed thousands of Philistines, and now they know who I am. Mm -hmm. So David panics, and he goes, oh, I got to get out of here. But too late, they capture him. They bring David to the king, and David, he, 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 he acts like he's crazy. Mm -hmm. He's drooling on himself and he's doing crazy stuff. And the king just says, hey, just get him out of here. Just don't even kill him. Just throw him out. David gets out and goes, whoa, that was close. <laughs> and then he wrote this psalm. Go. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. See, he was pretending to be crazy. And then he got out and he says, listen, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continuously be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. Mm -hmm. And his praise will continue to come out of my mouth. Yes. So, see, you can't have a quiet Christianity at times. Mm -hmm. Now, you shouldn't have an obnoxious Christianity. Right. Where people hate to see you coming. But don't make it quiet. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a time where you're going to have to let the praise of the Lord come out of your mouth. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So sometimes you want somebody else to do it. You want them to sing and you want to agree. You want someone else to say God is great and you just agree. No, you got to say he's great also. He says, I will bless him all the time and I will bless him how? Because my praise will continue to come out of my, I will continue to praise him. Continue. Out of my own mouth for what yes. he's done for me. What did he do, David? They almost killed me. He got me out. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Next verse, come on. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. He says, listen, I'm going to glory in the Lord. And all of you suckers out there who got trouble too, do it also. Yes. He's saying, listen, all of you, rejoice with me now. Next verse. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name See, together. Come on now, guys. He's, 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 he's like, come on, guys. Everybody rejoice because we all have issues. And let the praise of God continue to come out of your mouth, guys. Yes. What, am I, what about you don't understand what I'm facing? I don't care what you're facing. No matter what you're facing, you don't have no hit out on you. Right, right, right. That you know about it. Amen. <laughs> I mean, no matter what I go through, I don't have people trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. You know, so David had real problems, and he says, glorify the Lord with me, exalt this name, let's, let's do it together. Yeah. That's why we're here. Everybody say amen. Today. Amen. Come on, Auntie. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. Mm -hmm. He delivered me from all my fears. See, I sought the Lord. Why was you seeking the Lord, David? Because I was scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I, I'm not sure about this thing. Come on now. Yes. And he says, instead of me cowering in the corner, I sought the Lord. And, and, and so I'm like, David, you went in there. They were getting ready to kill you. And then you, David says, you know what? I'm going to play crazy. And David just act like a crazy man. And he got out. I'm like, Lord, did you tell David to act like a crazy man? <laughs> However, he got out of it. And now he's saying, man, I was so scared, but I sought the Lord. And he delivered me from what? Everything I was worried about. Man, there's so many things I can worry about right now. And I'm thinking right now in my mind, you know what I'm worried about? Seriously, truthfully? Man, I wonder if Michigan's really going to beat Ohio State. <laughs> I mean, because they both look good, and Michigan looks really good right now. But I'm saying, man, okay, it's Ohio State, though. And if they lose, I'm going to get it, because I got all my friends, are gonna, it's, it's going to be bad. Other than that, I'm not. 
I got a friend that just had surgery on cancer. I, I got a situation out. You know my situation in California, what we're dealing with out there. I got some other decisions I got to make coming up quick. I got things I got to focus on. My kids are always on my mind. But I'm just wondering if Michigan is going to beat <laughs> Ohio State again. Anyway, I'm drifting. Auntie, come on. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Uh -huh. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. So he says, listen, the poor man called, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. What is a poor man? Someone in need. It doesn't always mean money. You can be poor, and it has nothing to do with cash. You Amen. can just be poor in the spirit. Hallelujah, somebody. That's right. You can just be poor in your faith. You can be poor in your joy. You can be poor in your happiness. He says the poor man seeks him out, and then the Lord, he saves him out of all of his troubles. Next verse. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. Now, what about the ones them. that don't fear him? He don't you don't get any angels. Right. That's right, baby. I said, that's right, baby, shut up. <laughs> so it's like, man, when, when, so that means that if we have, if he, he, when we fear the Lord, and that word fear doesn't mean scared, it means to be reverent, it means ultimate respect. Right. It says that the angel of the Lord will encamp around those people, and he'll always deliver you. Now, in order to get delivered for something, trouble has to come your way. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, I will stop all trouble from coming. He says, I will deliver you out of all of it. Yes, he did. You're going to have troubles, and I, think, I know all of you know that by now. So it's like, so when the trouble does come, don't go, Lord, you, you're selling me out. I got, I mean, no, he never said you won't have trouble. Life is full of trouble. But he said, I will never leave nor forsake. I will deliver you out of all of them. And if you keep your mind stayed on me, I will peacefully walk you through all these troubles. I promise. So, Kenan, what are you worried about? The quarterback. I don't know if he can throw a long ball yet. And I don't know if we're going to beat Ohio State. Other than that, <laughs> I've given the rest of that stuff to the Lord. Everybody say amen, amen to that. Next verse, come on. Taste and see that the Lord is good. See, because you got to taste and see, Auntie, that the Lord is good. Taste yeah. it. Can't you taste it? Mm. I'm trying to get you to. What's your favorite food? What's your favorite thing to eat? And when you eat it, it's like, oh, it's so good. Charlie Brown's got a, 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 a caramel shake. That's amazing. But I hate it because you go to the line and I go, hey, give me one of them caramel shake joints. And then she goes, oh, you mean caramel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me one of those too. You know, it's like uh, caramel. It's like, you know what? But it's like, man, it's really good. <laughs> I like those things. You know, and I'm, and I'm trying to, you know, I got to keep my, I try to keep myself tight. You know, I got a little boy I got to raise. And so I'm always conscious about what I'm eating and my workouts and stuff like that. But it's like, man, that thing is so good. It's just really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Every once in a while, I just get you something really nice. Everybody say amen, amen. you know. Don't deprive yourself. When people say, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. You're not going to be in no competition. <laughs> You know, man, every once in a while, can't you eat a little bit more than a carrot? I mean, <laughs> you, you know, guys, take a girl out to eat, and she's like, oh, I'll just have a salad. You're a liar. 
<laughs> but I'd rather have that than, I, I, rather have, I want the left side of the menu. I'd rather have... <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Give me the whole left side, I'll take that. You know? I'm sorry. So, taste to see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Why do you take, take refuge? Because you've tasted it. You, take, you literally can see how good the Lord is. Do you understand how good the Lord is? Let me tell you how good he is. Look at the state of the world. Why hasn't he blown it up yet? Because if I was God, I'm telling you the world would be over. I've seen enough. Mm -hmm. I've had enough. Mm -hmm. If I was God, there would be no tomorrow, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I would wrap this party up. I really would. You know, if I was God, man, oh boy, oh boy, I can't get wait. I couldn't wait to separate the sheep and goats, man. Can't wait it. Can't wait for it. If I was God, the world would be over. Just being honest. Thank God I'm not God, because God has this love. Everybody say amen. Yes, and the only reason why I believe God hasn't returned yet is because He loves people. Amen. And there's people that don't know Him. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to get people, draw people to him, and he, he doesn't want to see anyone lost. God just has this amazing love. How good is God? Okay, well, I got, I got a friend who just went to the doctor, got diagnosed out of nowhere. Wasn't even sick. How good is God? Man. How, here it is. I'm, I'm almost 60 years old, and I'm like, man, I'm like, how good is God? Because... Not only to keep me on my feet, but the Lord, but you got to bless him. I need this guy. He's, my, he's one of my closest friends. Mm. You know, and it's like, how good is the Lord? Well, all of us who send our kids to school, it's like, man, they come home. Amen. Yes. How good is God? Man, the other day I was running a little late, going somewhere. I get to where I should have been, police cars and EMS trucks, everything is all around. The car is all on the side in the ditch. And I'm like, if I would have left on time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How good is God? Come on. Yes. We've tasted him. There's nothing better. There's nothing I want more. There's, there's nothing I would go back to. The world has nothing that tempting for me to go back to. Amen. Auntie, come on. Fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. So those who respect God, you don't lack anything. Amen. What's the key, though? See, it's always a clause. It says those who fear the Lord or respect the Lord, reverence the Lord, then you will lack for nothing. So what if I don't respect the Lord? Well, see, because you can't say this, you have to always flip it and go, well, what if I don't do that? Well, see, if you taste the Lord and you go back on it, then what's going on is you're not respecting the Lord, so and you're not respecting what he's done for you, and you don't love him, really. Amen, somebody. Amen. Maybe you wanted him to just do you a favor, and then when he didn't do it, you said, oh, this God thing doesn't work. 
Or maybe it just got old, you know, I'm tired of going to church. Or, or maybe it just got, you know, stale a little bit and then you started slipping back. I call it drifting. You begin to drift away. And it's like, man, what happens if you stop respecting the Lord, then you're going to start lacking stuff. Mm-hmm. Amen. The main thing you're going to start lacking is peace. Your world is going to get really shaky. I mean, I know people who left the Lord and they, and they contact me and they go, man, this stuff's just not going right. And I go, well, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. All right, what verse we on? Now we on um, 1 Peter 2. Let's go to 1 Peter. Let me show you this one. 1 Peter 2. Okay, I'm on the clock. Let's go. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, Envy and slander of every It says, time. so then stop doing anything to hurt other people. Don't lie anymore and stop trying to fool people. Don't be jealous or, or say bad things about other people. I'm going to say that again. Stop doing anything to hurt other people. Don't lie anymore. Stop trying to fool people. Don't be jealous or say bad things about other people. Amen. Auntie, why? Come on. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk yep. so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. It says like newborn babies hungry for milk, you should want the pure teachings that feeds your spirit. That with, with you, with, with it, you can grow up and be saved. See, this stuff right here is how we live. I love music. I, love, I, I mean, I, 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 we partner with Smile FM. I mean, mu- music has this, 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 obs- this, not obstacle, it has this, 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 this leeway into God that people really need. Mm-hmm. And man, people just, sometimes it's nothing like your great, your, your, your favorite praise song or worship song. Nothing like it to kind of pick you back up, get you back in the game. Everybody say amen. Amen. But man, it's something about the word, though. See, the word is the thing that's the meat and potatoes. It's the, it brings, it brings the, the, it sticks to your ribs. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, see, when you get the word, David said, "Let me hide the word into, in my heart that I might not sin against thee." See, when the when the word gets inside of you, it has a different effect. Yes. It has a more long-lasting effect. Mm-hmm. See, a great song can bring up a spiritual moment, but it, there, it's always kind of fleeting, though. Mm-hmm. See, because your, emotional, your emotionalism is also connected with it, because you love that song, and it's a great song, and it uplifts you, and it's anointed to do so. But there's nothing like the word, man, mm-hmm. that keeps you. And now here's the deal. You have to long for it like a baby. I remember Julian's greedy butt wouldn't sleep all night. And so he would always, like, three in the morning, he'd be hungry again. So I'd get up, and, and, I, and I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to start sneaking some oatmeal in his stuff. <laughs> so I took the nipple, opened it up more, throw some, threw some oatmeal in there to mix it up with the milk. I gave him a shake. <laughs> Your boy drink this thing. He knocks it down. That joker sleeps all night. <laughs> Why does he wake up in the middle of the Why does a child wake up? Because they're hungry and they long for it. Hallelujah, somebody. Like, like newborn babies, we should crave the milk, the, the milk of what? The word of God that, that helps you grow. That's what has you grow spiritually. I love the word, man. Amen. 
It's nothing like it. You can sing to me, I love that too, but man, when, it, when the push comes to shove, though, when doodle hit fan, I need this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I'm still feeling like I do about the Lord now, and it's been years later. Mm-hmm. I was young, once young, now I'm old, and I still feel the same. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I've tasted nothing better. There's nothing better. So it's like, man, there's nothing like if that baby gets that bottle and um, oh, we got these new babies in here. You stick that bottle in their mouth. Oh, they're so content. They're just. It's nothing like the word, people. Amen. Nothing like hearing the word to me. I've heard some wonderful praise. I've heard some of the best praise and worship you can ever hear. But I was still always glad when we got to the word. Yes, yes. Why? Because that's, that's what sticks to my ribs. That's mm-hmm. what helps me survive. That's what I always lean on when trouble comes. That's what I speak out of my mouth when, times come, when things come up I can't handle. That's what I remind the Lord about. Hallelujah. Right, oh, right, Lord, you right. said this. Right, right, right. This is what I tell the enemy, the devil, when he comes to me with crazy stuff. No, the Lord says that. No, I hear you, but that ain't what the Bible said. That's, that's against what God wants. See, the word of God. Mm. Yes, yes. How can people come and hear the word and then just go away? They don't even. I, I bump into people all the time who don't go to church anymore. And they, and they always say the same thing. Oh, you know, I got to get back. And I'm like, man, did you really taste it? There's no going back. Don't give me a regular piece of cheesecake. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. There's no going back. Because I've tasted the pinnacle. I, I, I've been to the mountain of this thing. And it's like, what else, what else can... Nothing. Nothing. So maybe you need to come back because you never really tasted it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you gobbled it up too fast. Maybe you didn't let it sit. Maybe you didn't savor it a little bit. Maybe you didn't appreciate it. See, when you eat something slow, you appreciate it. Yeah. When you eat something fast, you're just trying to eat because you're hungry. But when you eat something slow, you appreciate it more. Slow down. Let the word of God seek into you before you go wandering off. Mm. Before, before you start drifting away. Everybody say amen to that Amen. Auntie, where are we? Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good, yeah. as you come to him... The living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. He says, listen, now you've tasted the goodness of the Lord. You've tasted him and you've seen that it is good. But see, now that taste uh, is the living stone. Now, other people say they don't even want that. See, he's saying, listen, you've tasted it, but man, the world says they don't want it. They don't want to taste that. See, see, that's why I'm so, I'm so urgent trying to help others understand God and trying to get people up to a certain level where they can stand on their own feet and then eventually reach their potential that God has always had planned for them. How? Listen, here, taste this now, guys. Taste it. Mm-hmm. Now tell me what's better. My Lord. Okay, okay. Take another piece. Taste it again. Now tell me what's better. What is better? What, what do you want to go back to? Back to what? Worrying about everything? Back to, to your boss getting on your nerves? Back to not having any patience anymore? Back, back to wanting other things that make you happy and they never do? 
Back to, to, to wanting to pray, but you can't because you feel guilty? What, what are you going to go back to? What's, what's there? What's back there? After you tasted it now, what do you, what do you want to go back to? I, I want to tell people after I slap them who walk away from the Lord, so tell me how your life is going. And they all go, well, you know, I got this going on, and I, you know, this is not right. And I, well, it's like freezing outside. Someone builds a nice fire, and you stand off from it. You stand away from the fire. You got to come to the Oh, I need to come back. I know. Oh, I, 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 I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Don't come. I don't care if you come. It ain't about coming. What it's about is, listen, how did you go? How did you taste pineapple upside down and go back to just regular cheesecake from Kroger? There's no way. It's not going to happen. How'd you go from that to this? Silly, ain't it? Silly. It's like getting a really nice burger, man, from somewhere. It's a really nice one. Every once in a while, I just want a really nice burger because I don't eat. I don't eat a lot. And I'm like, man, that was really. I, now, when I want a really, when I get in the mood for a hamburger, I ain't going to McDonald's. Them flat joints, them things <laughs> all flat. On a commercial, they're like that. You get it? It'll be like that. <laughs> Wait a minute, it don't look like that. <laughs> this is a quarter pounder. <laughs> the one on the commercial is that big. And it's like, no, here you go. And it's sitting under the heat lamp and it's wrapped in that creepy paper. And the pickle's all gross. <laughs> Throw some onions on it. I don't want that. So if I want a hamburger, I'm not going to McDonald's. I'm going to go get me a real one. Come on now, come on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm not going to waste my cheat. See, I cheat. I'm not going to waste my cheat moment on McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I love pizza, but it don't love me back. But every once in a while when I take a bite of a pizza, I'm not getting a $6 hot and ready joint. No, I want a real piece. If mm -hmm. I'm going to cheat, mm -hmm. I'm going to make it count. Why? Because I'm not going to settle. After I've tasted the Lord, what am I? Kenan, how are you still on fire for the Lord? Because I've tasted it. There's nothing that tastes better. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Auntie, where are we? I'm lost. Luke 15, 11. Ooh, Vicky. Sam, don't, don't, don't hurt me. Luke 15, 11. Now, this is what I realized, Auntie, and I've been preaching Bible for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you've heard me preach Bible for a long time, even before this place. Mm -hmm. I've never taught on the prodigal son. Okay. Never talked about it. I realized that all the Bible I've taught, I, went, I don't think I've ever preached about that. Let's try it now. Come on. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The man's got two sons. Come on. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. The younger one gets the hair up his butt and he goes, you know what? I want my money. I want it right now. I want all, everything that's coming to me. So he divided his property, gave his son half, and then his son did something. Come on. 
Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. And then he living. took everything that he wanted because he got prideful and he wanted to experience the world. See, he's in his father's house right now, but, but he wanted to experience the world. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I had someone tell me, well, I got married so young, I, you know, and now I just want to experience stuff. And I'm like, be, be careful. Mm-hmm. Be careful. A lot, of, a lot of predators out there, you want to experience stuff. Mm-hmm. I know what you want to experience. Right, right. <laughs> Something you thought you missed out on in your 20s. You didn't miss out on much. Everybody say amen, amen to that one. Amen. It says, so not long after that, he went and he, he, he squandered everything. He's, he's the youngest son now, don't know what he's doing. So he went out there living high, lit, buying stuff and having a great time for a moment. Yes. Left his father's house to go have fun. Mm-hmm. Let, let his father's house, because he thought it would be more exciting on the other side. Hmm. Auntie, come on. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, yep. and he began to be in need. So he spent everything, and not only that, the economy turn, turns, and, and inflation goes up, and everything changes, and so now he got a famine, and he's got nothing. Come on. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country yeah. who sent him to the fields to feed pigs. So he found someone who just, he said, I need a job. So he went into it and the guy gave him a job doing what? Feeding pigs. Take this bucket, take all that junk that pigs eat. Do you see what pigs eat? Yeah. And take it out to the pigs. Come on. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating. And so he was no so hungry, auntie, he mm-hmm. thought about eating the same stuff that the pigs were eating. My Lord. That's, see, that's, that's rock bottom, man. Yeah. A, a lot of times, don't wait to rock bottom before you come to yourself. Yes. See, yes. see he can see this slow slope of, of digression where his life is, was here because he was in his father's house with everything he needs. So now he's like slowly on this slope downhill. And he knows life isn't going good, and he, and he understands that life is, and it's, and it's so bad that he's got this bucket of God knows what, and he's getting ready to feed it to the pigs, and he's going, maybe I should just pick some, something out of here, I'm so hungry. Mm. It's, it's really going bad. Well, what happened? Well, you stop respecting your father. Mm-hmm. How do you think life was going to go? Right, right. You, I, you're chasing fun. People used to complain because in church, I, I, sometimes I say things I probably shouldn't. <laughs> and, and sometimes I get a little too silly, and sometimes I just you know, don't care. And it's like, but man, we've made church so boring, and we, we've made it so solemn, and we've made it so ugh. Mm-hmm. And people don't want, they don't want to come to that, right? And it's, and it's like, and then the thing is, it's like, man, God gave us all personalities. So God says, use your personality. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you. It don't matter. But it's like, man, I just believe that coming in here, why should it be so blah? Right, right, right. Some of you went to churches where you couldn't even say anything or your mother would pinch you. Mm-hmm. You couldn't move around. You couldn't laugh, really, you know. Man, I used to laugh at House of God so much, Auntie Mother Moss would look at me with her eyebrow up, and I'd just be trying to stop. Because <laughs> I've seen some amazing stuff at church, man. 
Stuff that was just, I thought was just hilarious. Everybody else thought it was of the devil. You know what I'm, and I'm like, that is so funny. And the mother monster would look over at me. But she would always have this little smirk. Like she knew it was funny too. But we weren't supposed to be laughing. I like when we laugh. Laughter has a lot of, it has healing properties in it. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So that's why I don't, I take it serious, but. So here it is, he's getting ready to eat the garbage in the buckets. Come on, auntie. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? He comes to his senses right before he gets ready to dig in there and pull that whatever God knows that was out. He goes, what am I doing? Even the people that aren't the best live better. The people that are, 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 are not, you know, in the inner circle, they, they do better. My father's servants live better than me. Those who serve my father are living better than me. Mm -hmm. And I'm his son. He comes to himself. He comes to him. He says, what am I doing? Sometimes you got to come to yourself, man. Yes, yes you do. See, I, I don't waste time telling people they need to come to themselves because they have to realize they, I try to just get them to think. Mm -hmm. So I ask them questions. Well, how's it going? Well, it's not really going that good. Okay, well. What do you, what do you think you should do? Well, you know, I'm trying to get another job. and Okay. But what do you think you should do? See, I'm trying to get them to say, I need to come to myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See, because if you tell them, it doesn't work. They got to come to themselves. They got to they gotta understand it for themselves. They, they got to sense it in their own heart that something's not right. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I've left my father's house, and now I am getting ready to eat slop where his servants eat well. Yes, yes. Auntie, come on. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him. And then he goes, listen, forget my pride. You know why a lot of people don't come back? Because pride. of pride. So true. And this is what they say. Well, they're all going to look at me. You're not that important. Trust me, nobody's going to look at you. Mm -hmm. Well, they're all going to look down on me. No, they're not. They're all going to hug you. Mm -hmm. They're all, they're all going to, you know, if I walk in, you know, everybody's going to start talking about me and, no, they're not. They're just going to love you. Everybody, everybody who agrees with this amen is, we don't do that here. Amen. We don't do that here. We don't care how long you've been gone. If you come back, we're going to go, hey. That's right. Hug you. Sit down. <laughs> but see, what happens is pride kicks in. When someone's too far off, they, they never come back. You know why? It's just too far. It's, the, it, the coming back is so hard. You got to come to yourself quickly in order to come back. And it's like when you have been gone and you come back, we're just going to love you. I promise. Amen. But you got to come back because what's going on is, man, he came to himself, says, I'm going to go back to my father and I'm going to tell him something. I have sinned against God in heaven, and I have sinned against you. What did you do wrong? I got prideful. Mm -hmm. I tasted this life, and then I chose another one. 
I've, 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 had the, I've had it all when I was walking in your house, living in your house and walking in your ways, but I decided to go my own way. So what is, what is, how did he really sin? Because I went my own way. Amen. And people go their own way after six months with the Lord. After a year of coming to church and trying to learn, then they go their own way. Mm-hmm. And then you bump into them picking your kids up at school and they're like, oh, I really need to come back. Why do you need to go come back? I know why. Because life is not what you thought it would be. And you thought the decision that you made would make you happy. Look at you. I, got, I probably got more problems than you do. But in my mind and in my heart, I don't have any problems. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying my life is problem free and yours is full of garbage. What I am saying is I got issues in my life too, but I don't care. Why? Because the angels of the Lord are with me. Because why? Because I reverence him. Why? Because you know what? The Lord has promised something. He's promised he'll never leave me nor forsake me. Why? Because he said that if I keep my mind stayed on him, that he'll keep my mind in perfect peace. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is in my heart and it's my strength and that's how I make it through. See how the word just... Yes, 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 yes. Give it to me, auntie. Where are we? I am no longer worthy to be called your son. And that's how you feel when you walk away from the Lord for a while, don't you? Yes. You feel like I'm no longer worthy. I, I shouldn't even be called your son. See, that's another issue people, when they walk away from the Lord, they have. They go, oh, he ain't going to love me no more. I'm, see, I messed up too badly. I, 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 I walked away. I walked too far away. He's not going to want me back. Yes, he will. He will want you back, I promise. But he says, look, I'm no longer worthy because your son, make, just make me like one of your hired servants. I always say that, man, just get me to heaven. If yes. I'm the doorman, that'll work. Yeah, amen. If you want me to wash dishes, I'll do that. <laughs> just don't send me to hell. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. What do you want me to do? Buff the chariots? I can wash the chariots. I can do that. Just let me get there. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. But he goes, man, just make me a servant because I'm no longer worthy. Where? In my own mind. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm worthy anymore. I am not your son anymore. I know I need to come back. And here I am. And I swallow my pride and I've come back. And I've come back as humbly and as broken as possible. But I realize I am not worthy of your time, really. And you're probably mad at me. So just... Let me go into the servant's house so I can live better than I was living without you. Auntie, come on. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. So here it is. The story in the movie's up and he comes walking down the road. The father sees him and he runs to him. He doesn't even wait for the son to make it up. Here he is. He's thinking, I am not worthy. And the father goes running towards him. When people come back to the Lord, the Lord will run to you. He will. Yes, he will. This is Jesus talking. He's saying that the father was so had so much compassion for the hard head child who walked away. Mm -hmm. Or for the one who came, who hasn't been in church for months. Or the one who doesn't really pray at all anymore. Or the one who hasn't even thought about God in a few weeks. He comes back to you, and he runs to you anyway. Thank you, Lord. 
And he goes, wait a minute. And he, sees, he threw his arms around him and he kissed the son. Everybody say amen yes. to that. Next verse. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Yep. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Come on. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Yep. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Why? Because my son has come back to me. Yes. Next verse, aunt. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. Mm -hmm. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. See, he was, he was dead dead. and now he's alive again. So that means you might feel dead, but you can get resuscitated and you can be alive again. Yes. He was lost. See, you got lost, but we found you again. So they all began to celebrate. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Celebrating what? <laughs> you came to your senses. And you realize something. What is it to go out to? That, that's so tempting that it takes you out of the safety of the Lord's arms. Mm. It takes you out of, away from your church family. Away from the, what you know you need to do really. But what, 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 what I don't get what does it. I, 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 I've seen so, auntie, I've seen so many people come and go. And I've seen people stand on altars and I see people in prayer lines. I see people on their feet with their hands raised crying. And then three months later, I go, where was that girl that was sitting over there? Oh, she didn't stick around long enough to taste it. I've seen altars full of people and I'm like, man, this is a big. And then they come to church for a while. People give their lives to the Lord, supposedly. And, and then, you know. A few months later, a few of them trickle off. Next month later, a few more trickle off. And then you got like three of them left. And I go, man, I don't get it. I don't judge them, but I go, man, I don't understand it. Because I'm looking at my life going, what are you going to go back to? Mm -hmm. Regular cheesecake? I'm going to Livonia. Maybe when we get out. <laughs> 275, you know, get me there. <laughs> what am I going to go back to? Quarter pounder with cheese? What am I going to go back to? Hot and ready? Domino's? Tastes like cardboard. What am I going to go back to? When you, when you taste... When you actually taste it now, when you tasted something that is so good, man, you're just like, I'm not going back to that stuff. That, this is like, ooh, man. And I'm thinking, Lord, I've tasted you. I've been tasting you since I was young. And it's like, man, I'm like, it still is nothing that I taste better. I haven't found anything that I would want more than you. I haven't tasted anything that was comparable that I would even risk it for. Kenny, what you trying to say? I'm trying to say this. This isn't fake. I'm a very flawed man. I have issues in my life that the Lord is constantly on my head about. I try to walk a certain way to make myself uh, uh, proud of, and, and make the Lord proud of me and make you proud of me. So I do give my best effort, but I realize I don't deserve anything and neither do you. 
So everything we get is based on grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. So therefore, listen, guys, God has got me out of so many things that I done most of them myself. And then some of it was just life. And he's never, he's never failed me. David said, I, I, I once was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. This never happened. I, I try to kind of look back and go, God, where did you let me down? And, I'm, and I have these moments when I thought, he, I thought he let me down, but then on the other side of it, I go, no, he was there. He got me out of this. He got me out of that. Man, he, I just tasted. There's nothing like you, nothing like walking with the Lord. There's nothing like being in the Father's house. So why do people leave it? Why isn't it a bigger priority to people? I don't know. Maybe they haven't tasted. I don't know. Maybe next time I see somebody order a piece of cheesecake, I'm going to be like, don't eat that. Drive to Livonia. Get you the real deal. Come on, don't sit down. (laughs) Trying to help you see something, guys. Don't let yourself drift away. Everybody say amen. amen. If you don't uh, speak to your own heart, don't be like the parable of the sower where the world pulled them back away or the devil stole it back from them or the cares of this life overtake took them or they want to desire something else way more. There is nothing else. There's nothing else more that you need in your life other than the father. There's nothing. No, I don't care about your careers. Careers have come and gone. Everybody say amen. I don't care really about your family because God knows family comes and goes. But man, walking with the Lord brings everything back to perspective. And then your careers come and then your family gets blessed. Everybody say amen now. Because if you don't respect the Lord, if you don't fear the Lord, and you can't expect life to go good, Deep down in their hearts, they know life isn't going to go good. But then you drift so far away, you can't make it back. And then you sit at home thinking, man, I know they're at church right now, but I'm too embarrassed to go. Stay with the Lord. It's nothing to go back to, guys. Everybody say in Jesus' name.